Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and life coach Joel Elston here sitting in for Cindy Chavez. Today is Wednesday, December 27th, 2017. Just a few more days left of 2017 and we have to deal with a new year. Oh no, it's a good thing I don't write checks anymore, Joel. I'd be in real trouble. <laughs> yeah, that's always a, a challenge. Well, I still write a few and I promise you, I'm anticipating already. I'll do it at least five times. So I'm, I'm excited about that. <laughs> well, good. I'm gl- it's nice to have something to look forward to. That's what I say. <laughs> and hopefully, exactly. and, I, and I laugh every time I do it. <laughs> and hopefully, everybody's looking forward to their daily dose of happy because that's what we do every Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern and 4 p.m. Eastern. And this is our Wednesday daily dose. Um, and uh, Joel, I, this has been a, a rather banner Christmas for you because you got to have your first Christmas with your newly constituted family. That's got to be exciting. It's very exciting. This was uh, uh, my son, Justin. As many of you know, I adopted him officially in uh, earlier in December. And um, this was our first official Christmas together. Even though he was with me in foster care last year, uh, this was his first official as an Elston, so to speak, year, uh, and and it was just an amazing time to be in a position to see Christmas again. This is my my you know really my third go around as a parent as a dad. Uh, I, I see it a lot differently now, and and the fact that I was able to provide for him pretty much, I mean probably a little too much if anything, uh, <laughs> but. But, but being able to witness that and, and have such an abundance in my life to share with him at this time of year uh, is probably the greatest gift I've ever received. And it has been amazing. Uh, it, it, it's, it just fits with how this year has been. And I've, I'm really excited about uh, the, the new year coming. I'm excited about what's left in this year. I don't want to get past what's left in this year. A few days left. I saw that some of the posts you put in your Facebook timeline, pictures you took uh, during the, the gift opening on Christmas, and he was obviously a really happy kid. Yes, yes, that was quite a bit. And uh, it, it, uh, it, it's, it's funny how how you get feedback from people. And, and again, when anytime I post something about him, I, I get just hundreds of likes and comments and but there's always one or two people that can put a negative spin on anything. Oh, of course. And uh, yeah, I, I had a couple of private messages from people suggesting that I overdid it or I was showing off. Uh, <laughs> oh dear. Uh, and and uh, you know they they uh, are no longer a part of my Facebook world. But it was uh, <laughs> it's interesting. No matter how positive something can be, the the, the filter. It, you know, I always filter everything for the positive. I, I love to see people get new stuff. I love to see people become successful. Uh, I, I don't ever judge my situation by someone else. And I, I'm always happy for someone else. And I think that invites more of the same. But yet there are those people that view it the other way. And it was just an interesting spin out of the you know, probably 300 likes uh, and, and positive comments, two people found a negative in those posts. Well, well, they obviously did not get the Facebook memo, which states quite clearly that people like Facebook because they get to share photos about their families and about things like Christmas. So I don't know. I, I, right. Maybe, maybe we, we, we need to recirculate the memo or something because they just obviously didn't get it. <laughs> Well, it, it, you know, it, it, it's funny you say that. I, I, you know, because I, I believe that much like we do our show here, the point of Facebook for me is positive. I, I, I occasionally will slip in the irreverent post about something and usually delete that, you know. But, but it's never negative. I, it truly is never negative. But it, it's, it's. I'm amazed at the people that somehow use that format, which I think is such an amazing format to share. Uh, I, I look at, as I mentioned before, the adoption we had earlier in the month, Walt, and mainly through Facebook, to be honest with you, we had 25 people show up for our celebration, our, our hearing of adoption. Yeah. And that was mainly through Facebook. People shared it. I got we, – we had cards uh, – they have a friend from uh, Harvard University that sent my – my son, a, a, a sweatshirt from there, and then and then one from Yale saw that happen. They sent sweatshirts. And then <laughs> of course, Columbia they had sweatshirts. to. <laughs> you know, just amazing stuff taking place. So I look at, at, at social media as any, like anything else in life. It's an incredible conduit of positive, 
But yet you, you still have, as in life, you still have that other side out there looming. And um, I, I, I just am amazed that uh, – just so how, how much I find it supporting. I, I don't find it as negative as most people, but I also I don't look at folks uh, who are posting negative stuff. I don't look at the political posts. And I have friends that you know that they're still friends, but they cannot help but comment politically every day. Well, they're still my friends. They're not on my my Facebook feed. I don't see them daily on that. Right, and, and that's something a lot of people don't realize. I mean, if you're trying to make your life more positive, Facebook's actually a pretty good way to do it if you take advantage of the built-in tools. Because there's that built-in tool. There are a couple of them actually. One of them it's it's that little little down pointing arrow in the top right corner of a post, and if you click it. It has things like do not follow. You know, you can unfollow somebody without ending being friends. Right. They, they, they built in this capability a few years ago where you, know, you can still remain friends, but you don't follow them anymore, which means you don't see all that stuff anymore coming through your, through your feed. And if you do that kind of thing, it, not even, uh, you, you don't even have to always do the unfollow. There's also another one that says something to the effect of, I don't like this kind of post. And you do that enough times with different kinds of posts. And Facebook learns from it. They say, okay, we're not going to send you those kinds of posts anymore. So after a while, it doesn't take right. very long, about a week or two, all of a sudden, all your, your, your Facebook feed has been cleaned up of all the junk you don't want to see anymore. I mean, it's a great tool because of that. It really is. And I, you know, it, you know, the, at this time of year, we're we're focused on on as we should be on on the, you know, giving the giving state. No matter if you're a Christian or not a Christian, uh, many of my Jewish friends have uh, uh, celebrated Christmas now for several years, and they're not they're not celebrating a religion. They're celebrating the concept of the the time of year, and and I love that. I, I have people that are are devout atheist friends who celebrate Christmas as a concept. And I, I, I'm glad that people can find that, no matter if you're the, the, you know, the full-blown, this is Jesus' birthday, or the other side of it, don't believe in Jesus, but yet I do believe in the spirit of the season. That's such a positive to me. It, it's this time of year, you know, we, we focus on what we get. And, and, you know, one of my Facebook, speaking of Facebook, my Facebook post this year is, uh, Justin said to me, you know, I had, uh, we have the, the tree up and at one point he had like 18 presents wrapped under the tree and I had none. And, uh, <laughs> his post was, or his statement to me was, you, you, uh, you know, you don't have anything under the tree. Does that make you sad? And I said, no, the fact that I can put all of this under the tree makes me ex- exceptionally happy. Mm. Um, and he, jokingly said you got the wrong end of the deal or something along those lines but it was <laughs> but I, I let him believe he's right for right now mm-hmm. but my gift this year was putting those gifts under the tree and isn't what I, I i don't have i don't have a thing if you ask me right now walt you would fulfill your you would just send me whatever i wanted i could not come up with a thing to ask you to send i can't I have nothing I want. I have every single thing I want. And if I want it during the year, I don't wait for Christmas. I go get it. So, you know, it, it, it's when you live in that abundance feeling, it's just such a great way to feel. Then I'm able to help other people. There's not that I do this for, you know, there's other people that I've been able to help this Christmas, uh, families that are in need, and, you know, I don't get into what they were. But it, being in that mindset is my greatest gift this year. That's the excitement of my life. And I'm in a point in my life where, I, I don't look for what I'm getting. I don't, I, I truly cannot have that. This is a joke of one of my friends that stopped by the other day. He, he, he stopped by to bring some gifts and he looked in my, uh, in my closet where I, I keep all my, more of my pantry. And he laughingly, I may have mentioned this in the show before. He said, why do you have an extra Vitamix blender? <laughs> and I said, well, because that one may break sometime. Well, these things, first of all, these are very expensive blenders that last forever. But I have a backup. I mean, I have so much that I want. I have a backup to most things I have. You know, and, <laughs> and he's laughing. He goes, "You're the only person I know that has a backup five hundred dollar blender." <laughs> and, and I said, "Well, <laughs> it, it's just it's just the way it goes." I didn't intentionally do that. I just it's just how it ended up. And so, with that abundance that we're talking about, what we got at Christmas or what we get. What when you ask yourself what did I get at Christmas, which is sort of the topic of our show today? What did I get for Christmas? When it takes a new meaning for you, 
I just totally, what was I able to give this Christmas is what I got this Christmas. If that makes any sense, Walt, that's... Oh, it, it does. There, but It makes a lot of sense. And in fact, yeah. the, the thing that occurs to me is, well, there are a couple things. First of all, I learned something new about Christmas this year, something I did not know. Did you know that there is at least one sect of Christianity that does not celebrate Christmas? I, I didn't know that. That doesn't shock me, but I didn't know that. It, it surprised me, I have to say. Jehovah's Witnesses do not celebrate the traditional Christian holidays. And the reason they won't do it, wow. I looked it up. The reason they won't do it is because they believe that, well, historically it's true, uh, the, the Christian Christmas as it's celebrated today was created in part as a way to lure pagans over. And so there's a paganistic uh, aspect to it that the Jehovah's Witnesses don't like. So they won't celebrate Christmas because of the paganistic aspect of it. Which is really well, fascinating. Well, yeah, it 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 really is, and 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 but that's such a great example of of how everybody who claim you know not claims but everybody that the worship or the pursuit of sort of a similar type thing has different interpretations of it, and yeah. that's that's the you know that's the beauty of of learning to sort of live in the law of attraction is I don't get stuck. On stuff like that, there was a time when I could debate those topics. Yeah. But, <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. Right now, I'm, you know, and I'm at a point right now. Hey, if that if that's where you're going with, I have no yeah. problem with that. I, I it's you know, I, I find it. What I I love about one thing we're starting to do, and we're, we'll implement it fully. We next year, we did a little bit, but next year we're going to to celebrate Hanukkah and Christmas together as a. Uh, it, just just as a lot of my Jewish friends are celebrating Christmas, I want to incorporate Hanukkah, okay. uh, not because I'm turning Jewish, but but in respect within respect to that religion and all the support that that I feel. I have many Jewish friends who have are amazing people who do to you know do great things. So I I think that's a real great way to honor that belief system as well. Oh yeah, uh, you don't have to go join a temple the, just because you want to be honoring that of, of the belief system. I mean, it's not like a, it's a requirement as far as I know. You know, so why not? Why, right. why and, not and, be respectful and, of it? And I don't even really understand it other than you light some good candles and you get several gifts. And uh, <laughs> that, that's that's sort of it. even if that's just the the level of interpretation that we're going to use, that's what we're going to use. So it's been it's been a, amazing from my perspective this year that Within this year, if, if you look back, and, and I, I don't know, I was not active in the show during this time, uh, but my over, over this year, I've had a, a great year. But also, I lost my mother during this year. Mm. Um, she, she died unexpectedly in April. Uh, incredible help. Uh, everything was, was wonderful. I mean, she literally planted a tree, a big palm tree the day before she died. Wow. So there, there was, there was no, uh, uh, no indication that she was unhealthy in any form or fashion. And, you know, while this Christmas came along, we, we tend, and as you know, also Walt, I lost my son TJ a few years ago. Right. Um, and, and so I find it amazing that what the law of attraction brought to me, and as you know, with my son TJ and also with my mom, I celebrate the joy of them and mm. what they brought to my life. Yeah. And, uh, and at Christmas, I do that same thing. So we're, they're incorporated in our celebration as well. Um, but I find it interesting with, with I could focus at Christmas on the loss of my mom and my son. Or I can focus on Christmas of the joy of my mom and my son. And so I, when I'm viewing this this year, I'm looking at this as this has been an incredible year. It's such an incredible year on and on multiple levels. And I lost my mom. And that's a, that's when you you know you're sort of in that zone with the law of attraction that you can sustain a loss like that, but yet incorporate it into an it doesn't take away me calling this an incredible year doesn't minimize the loss of my mother, mm-hmm. but it does. Uh, it does show my ability, or what the law of attraction. It sounds arrogant when I say my ability, but what the law of attraction has taught me. It does show me that yes, we we here we are. Let's let's move forward. Let's look at this context in here. The the beauty of this uh, is I was able to this summer. Uh, my, my, I took my son Justin before he was legally adopted, but he was still in with me in foster care. We went and spent 
quite a bit of time with my mom. He got to hang out with my mom. Uh, and, and they had a really good time. So before she passed, and we obviously knew, didn't know that was coming, right. uh, she was able to spend time with Justin. And, and he has a wonderful memory of her. And she, one thing that's amazing about my mom, she never aged. I mean, it was just, it was very surreal. Once she hit about 50, she quit aging. And, wow. uh, she, she looks and she, she passed away looking incredibly young uh, to the point that some of her friends, <laughs> Asked me if I was her brother at her funeral. Oh, uh, it, it, it's uh, it, you know, which I found sort of humorous on right. some level. Right. Uh, but, but she never aged, so she died a beautiful lady. My son will always remember her as this very vibrant young woman who passed away. So there's within all of this, you get we are in charge of that perspective for the year, Walt. And this has been such a blessing to be able to live the year we've lived uh, in in the good, the bad, and the ugly. Uh, all have made this year this year, and I celebrate this year, and, that, and that's what I, that's what this Christmas brought. So it's been exciting for me. It, it's fantastic that you have so much going on that uh, you recognize that abundance is more than just everything going right. And and of course you recognize that throughout most of your adult life, but there are a lot of people who don't realize that, and, and I think it's a great message that you're giving out by saying that. The fact is that. Yeah, there's a song that was, I believe, derived from a Bible verse. To everything, turn, turn, turn. There is a season, turn, turn, turn. And that is a good description of what happens in life. Stuff happens in life. People, people die. Right. It's just part of what happens, right. you know? So if, if you decide that you're going to get all bent out of shape about the fact that that happens, then you're going to make a really rough go of it for yourself. But if you're in a, if you're in, a, in, a, right. in an abundant place, if you're feeling good about most of what's going on and, and the continuation of the stuff that keeps going on that's so good, when events like that happen, yeah, sure, they're very sad, they're very, they, they can really take it out of you, but you recover so much more quickly, which is exactly what the loved ones want you to do anyway. I mean, I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do know about you. When, you know, when I finally pass on, I don't want people to just fall apart. <laughs> I want them to keep on going. Oh my goodness! Oh no, no, and, and that—that's—that's that's exactly, you know, my mindset with this is why are you know, and and I get it because we we, the the, the focus for a lot of us has always been you know what what are we, uh, you know what am I focusing on what what am I, what is driving my day? Do I view today as positive or negative? When when you know, do it, I, I get pulled over by the police and get a ticket, you know, or something along those lines. Okay, it was a horrible day because that happened. But we, we, what you tend to focus on is what your day is. What, no matter what happens, I, I have a friend that uh, he he told he told this story that he he got a call, he got a text that you, all it said was your mom was in a horrible accident, you need to get to the hospital. And he, like, oh, my God, who is this? Who is this? And no, no answer. But he's calling everybody and really, really desperate to figure out. He was he had lost the, uh, this project earlier, and he had, he had a big sale that he was working on for that if his company would have had it, it would have been a really big deal. So he was focused on that, then he got this message about his mom. And so he spent the next 30 minutes trying to figure out what hospital she was in. And he was desperate for all that. Then he got a, another text, I am so sorry, I dialed the wrong number. Please, I hope this didn't cause you undue stress. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, his day went from, oh, my gosh, I lost this project, to I am so grateful that my mom is okay. Mm. And all of that happened. It totally changed it. The perspective of his day changed instantly when a larger event was shared uh, or, or viewed. And that, that's, that's, that's the piece that, that you being in charge, you, Walt, me, Joel, our audience, you are in charge of your happiness. That is it. One of the, there's a, there's a wonderful Facebook post going around that, uh, it, it, it talks about, uh, free yourself from depression by applying 10 basic principles. And the first one is accept responsibility that you must change your life. The, the law of attraction, a lot of people think that it is this very soft, woo-woo, you know, oh, this isn't that. No, the law of attraction, again, is emotionless. It is 
You are in charge of your happiness. You are in charge of inviting wealth. You're in charge of your illness. You're in, and that message gets very rough for people to swallow at times. Mm-hmm. And, you know, within this 10-step uh, process that they're talking about, you and I talk about this all the time. And, and I'm not going to go through them all, but one of them says, get rid of your toxic outlets and replace them with positives. Mm-hmm. Growing up, uh, p- people use television, uh, pornography, alcohol, drugs, sex, all, social media, all that stuff for a, and it tends to be a negative type thing. When you, when you replace that with positive, that's the gift you can give yourself. If we give ourselves, you know, no, nobody, nobody really will understand this, but if you were to give yourself the gift of replacing toxic outlets for the new year or for Christmas, if you give yourself that gift, Remove yourself from the stuff that is negative. What, what the, the news is telling you how bad things are. Uh, the, the, you know, pornography and you, you, people say, okay, that's a minimal thing. It, it, it puts unrealistic expectations into your life. It's not a positive outlet. Uh, you know, junk food. Nobody, and Lord knows I have eaten some junk food in the last couple of days. But <laughs> in the I big, think we all have. In, in the big, yeah, in the big scheme of that, I don't do that every day. That's not in my life. It's in my life, apparently, around Christmas and, th- and, and Halloween. Is where it <laughs> yeah, right. But, but you, you, have, you have all of it. Give yourself the gift of replacement with the stuff that wasn't – it isn't a positive it, when you're doing these things that aren't serving you. And, and that's, the, that's the happy thought for me today is you're in charge. We are in charge of all of this. And that is the greatest power we've been given. And most people think they are victims of these things, mm. and they don't have a choice. And that I use that in my my you know, dealing with addiction for so long. And as I evolve in my addiction, you know, we you and I have a great similar belief on twelve step programming or uh, what have you. It, it it tends to program the negative stuff into your brain, which becomes a repetitive cycle, where. When you look at our thought patterns, they can be addictive in nature. If that's the case, put positive thought patterns in place. Become addicted to the positive side, for lack of a better term. Make that your default way of thinking. And that changes everything. That changes your perspective. You really believe your life's different. Then the law of attraction has no option but to fill that void. Yeah. Yeah, I got a surprise. One of the things that the great state of Virginia does is, uh, um, I, f- I forget about this every year, is they send you bills, a tax bill in your car every year. A lot of states I lived in, you only pay one tax in the beginning. Virginia, you get to pay it every year, forever. And uh, so the, I always have nicer, newer cars. So I get this random $1,000 tax bill. And the initial response of that, I've just spent a lot of money last few months. Mm-hmm was, oh, my God, an, an unexpected $1,000 tax bill. Then I turned it to immediately, this is where this is where my conditioning worked. I am so grateful that I can send the money out immediately mm. without waiting, without yeah. worrying about it, without a change in my, my – and I, I got in that – and I, I, I went, and I normally pay bills online, but this one is one I – I like to pay my mortgage and taxes where I have a hard copy of the check and I can attach them to them. And this is one bill that I pay by a check. And I, I got it in the mail that I believe it was, you know, one day last week. That same day, I wrote a check, turned it around and got it back in the mail, mail to them. It's not due to February, but I got it back to them. And I can imagine when the tax people open the bill, they're probably thinking, I'm really crazy because I wrote, thank you on the bill. <laughs> and send it back to them. They're probably going, what is this man talking about? I, I, it, I had so much gratitude. There was a time when an unexpected $1,000 tax bill could send me into a deep depression. And now it's just, I sent a $1,000 tax check. Mm-hmm. It's a nice place to be involved. Again, I'm not saying it with arrogance. I'm saying it with gratitude yeah. that there was, a, you know, as I said before, there was a time when, when every little bit any unexpected expense like that could just send me in a spiral feeling of lack. I'm, you know, all this work and I'm losing all that. It, it's just, now, I would much rather not be paying a $1,000 tax bill. I, I'm not saying I like that. I'm saying 
I have the ability to do it. Right. And that's a different mindset. And that's how the law of attraction works, learning to turn stuff like that around. And I, I will randomly predict, I'll just say this, I want to have some windfall of some amount come in, exceeding that at some point <laughs> soon, that I'm not expecting, because that's how it always works for me. By the way, I also want to take a moment to invite anyone who happens to be listening to the live broadcast. 99.9% of our listeners listen to the recorded podcast after the fact. But if you're listening on Wednesday, December 27th, currently 8.25 a.m. Eastern Time, and you wanted to share your own Christmas story, we'd love to hear from you. Um, the phone number here is 860-264-5432, 860-264-5432. We'd love to hear you. <clears throat> Excuse me. We'd love to hear you. We'd love to hear any uh uh, stories that you'd like to share that uh, kind of illustrate the point we're talking about. Because, Joel, I think the point you made that essentially none of this is external, it's all internal, is really the best part of it all. Yes. Because it's the yeah. internality of it, the fact that it, it, we're the ones who generate the feelings about it, the reactions about it, the the way we're going to deal with it. We do all that internally. That's the power. Because yes. when, <clears throat> excuse me, when you understand that and when you apply that, Ultimately, even something like drug abuse becomes your choice of how you're going to view it internally. I'm not saying that people should go out and become drug addicts, but literally, it is conceivably possible for someone to take drugs without it beating them up, without, the, without it destroying them. Again, I'm not saying they should do that at all. Don't get me wrong. But I'm saying it's their reactions, not just to the drugs, but to the reason they're taking it. That leads them into the, the addictive spiral. They can change that spiral anytime well, they want yeah. to, and the rest of us can just the same way, just because it's all internal. It's, it's an inside job, as the old cliche goes. So, I mean, that, that's the best part, well, I think, it, of the story you were telling. It, you're absolutely right. Well, what, what, you know, the majority of people that drink alcohol, the vast majority of people that drink alcohol, do so safely. They, they drink it in moderation. They, they probably have an occasion a little too much and say, okay, I don't wanna, uh, you know, I can regulate that better next time. Uh, I, you know, while I have addictive issues, uh, in, in, you know, being a recovering compulsive gambler, I, I certainly have had my day back in my younger day that I learned, you know, two quarts of tequila is just about a quart and a half more than I need. Um, <laughs> I learned that. And, and the last time that I had that has been many years ago, and I've never touched tequila again. So I moderated with that lesson that too much tequila, or really for me now, any amount of tequila is too much tequila. So I learned that, moderated that. But yet in the other addictive behavior of mine, I, I, I've identified for me and for the majority of people, most addiction starts from a place of lack. You are, you, you lack confidence, so you drink. You lack the ability to socialize or think you can socialize and, and you, 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 social, you're a social lubricant like alcohol. And then oftentimes that becomes not effective and you then will switch to something else. Where you're, what you're saying is exactly right. Also the people that are addicted to drugs or, or especially heroin or benzos or, or certain things, there, there does come a, a physical reliance on that that exceeds the internal thing. There is a there is a mechanism for some people where they do need medical intervention to step away from the physically addicting side. If you you know I have a, a, a gentleman the other day, most people don't get this. He he's a severe alcoholic, been drinking, you know, probably a quart of vodka a day every day for a Ooh. while. Ow. And he wants to stop and his initial reaction is well, I want to stop and then go to treatment. And and as anyone who works in the field would say, do not stop cold turkey. When you're at that level of alcohol, when you stop cold turkey, the body is so dependent on it, you can have a seizure and die. Yeah. So there's a medical detox for that. And I don't, and we're not doing an addiction show, but I am just trying to point out it is within us, but sometimes the the the, the psychological side of addiction is within us to fix. Certainly, but if it comes to physical for certain drugs like benzodiazepines, which are like Xanax and alcohol, those two things you cannot just abruptly quit, and, and because they they have a physical reliance, and and you know as I said before, most addictions started with a lack of something. When when you you know the most kids that I know that smoke pot, it isn't that they're being rebellious and they're smoking pot. 
is, you know, most of them have ADHD or social anxiety, so they take a hit of pot like, wow, I feel better. Well, the key is whatever that drug is doing to your brain, you can do that internally yourself when you figure out how to do it. But yes. it, it's so much easier to smoke a joint is what it seems like in the beginning. But we are in charge of that. We're in charge of our happiness, just like we're in charge of our anxiety. And and this is probably where I want to, you know, th- th- these are my opinions. It's not a medical diagnosis. And I will always say the majority because I, I never like to make it an always case. But the vast majority of what is referred to as depression today is not true depression or it's certainly a depression that could be changed with with no intervention from pharmaceuticals that could be changed by a lifestyle change and change relatively quickly i cured my depression without medication and i had severe depression for many years that is something that is that can be done and uh and and, and that's i think where the law of attraction has its most power when you realize that I agree with you completely, and uh, it's certainly true. There are certain uh, cases, very severe cases of, of various forms of substance abuse that you need to have the medical intervention. Trying to do it yourself is not the smart thing to do. So I, I totally want to sure. echo that. Um, the other thing, too, is the uh, uh, the comments you were talking about, the comments you were making about how um, you, you yourself, and you say this all the time, of course, you yourself are a recovering gambling addict. I always laugh at that internally when I hear you say that because you haven't gambled in decades. <laughs> it's ridiculous how long yeah, it's been. Yeah. And, and it, yeah. it makes me ask myself, at what point do you get to say, I am now recovered? And I know in, in the 12-step industry right. that's not allowed, but it's, it's like at some point you should say, you should be able to say, I'm recovered. I'm done. <laughs> right. Well, it, 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 it's, it's one of those things that, that in reality, and this, this turns the, the addiction treatment world on it, it just turns them in a very negative way when I say this. Uh, if I keep, first of all, if I keep doing what I'm doing in my life right now, I'll never gamble again. That, and they, first of all, they hate that statement. You can never say never. <laughs> well, if I, and, and the caveat is if I keep doing what I'm doing, but I also aware I have the propensity that if I stop the positives, if I let, if I don't do this side of it, I do have the potential of going back, whether it's gambling. I don't know if that's what I would go back to, but I could easily get into another destructive thought pattern uh, that that could be, you know. So I, when I say I'm a recovering compulsive gambler, I, I I can clearly say I have a I am a recovered compulsive gambler. Uh, I, I do not anticipate uh, ever gambling again. I, I, again, because of the stuff that I've done in my life, it does make a big difference in where I'm at. But it, it's not said with an arrogance, and I don't, you know. I, when, when somebody who is their first year, your first week clean from alcohol, anybody that says I'll never drink again is pretty much destined to drink again when you believe <laughs> it that strongly. But after a period of time, I don't believe that, I don't know when it is, whether it's five years, 10 years, or 20 years, uh, when the brain is the same. My brain today is not the same brain that practiced my addiction. It's not. It, it, it's a different brain entirely. It both, both, in many ways, it, it, the same brain cells do not exist. They, right. I don't have a brain cell in my body or a, a cell in my body that existed when I was gambling, if that makes any sense. Absolutely. Uh, it's all it does. Been replaced. Oh, yeah. That's, that's one of the things yeah. that medical science teaches us, and it's, it's phenomenally wonderful to know that because it means we're constantly rejuvenating, which is, which is the best part of all. The other thing that occurred to me, too, while you were saying that, and I, and I buy into what you're saying totally, the, the, the thing that occurred to me is that literally if we take that premise that you laid out there and apply it to the entire population. The entire population is in recovery of addiction to negativity. Yes. Yes. That's, <laughs> that, that is the answer. To me, you know, one of the things, is, it's funny you say that. Well, in my practice, because I, I, I started with, when I started my practice and, and actually started in the field, I had obviously was working with addiction. And one of the most amazing things that I have come to the conclusion, no matter what people bring to me, there's an addiction to a thought pattern that is underlying everything. And and that's addiction to negativity is probably our biggest uh, problem in the world today. It, in anticipation of the negative, this is, and, and again, we go back, I don't like to keep beating up the, the news media, they're doing what they do. It's our choice to watch or not. But they literally call 
what you're watching on TV. They call it programming. Yes. <laughs> and they are, they are programming your brain to what you, your reality is, what you see on TV. There is a, a study that uh, is mentioned, I believe it's Dr. Joe Depenzia that mentions this. Uh, there, there was a, 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 they did a study and they, they somehow measured brain reaction to pain. And they hooked up the brain to stimulate, and they, they, they basically you know, put a pretty high level of pain. They whacked some guy's leg with a stick pretty hard. Not enough to break it, but enough to, to, to give some pain. Well, they show the area of the brain where it lit up. Then they had other people watch a video of someone skiing, and, and it was a horrific skiing accident where you literally saw the leg snap in half. <sighs> The brain lit up as if the pain happened to them. Yeah, I can feel the light go on in my head just now. The, exactly. And, and so one of the things, the great news about that, because I always, I never like to leave those stories. The great story, this skier had pins in her leg, came back and won some kind of a medal afterwards and, and, you know, great ending there. Um, but that's not relevant to the story, but I never like to leave that. I, I'm glad you uh, do though. The, that's good. The, yeah. So, so, but within that, you you have so witnessing events. You think that's your reality. If you watch the news, you really believe that that's our world. Yes. And it's not. Our world is not what you see on TV. It is to, out of all the millions of things that are happening around our country. They come up with a handful to report on the news. So it's it and the negative sells better. It it it, it, you know, it talks about this is not a popular topic, and anybody that that lost loved ones during hurricanes or whatever, I don't mean to to minimize that, but th there's been cities in Florida that were very stagnant in their growth, and a hurricane wiped them out, and the rebuilding process rejuvenated the city. A lot of money flew, you know, came into the city mm -hmm. from as you said from there are seasons that the tree i posted this beautiful picture of a tree the other day that uh it was it's probably been a month now but it turned bright red it was fall it it just was almost looked like it was on fire and it probably only looked like that way for one day <laughs> i happened to see it i pulled off the side of the road and i took a picture of it it was beautiful walt mm. That tree today is barren and empty, mm -hmm. and that tr and that tree in about three or four months is going to be have new green coming out in it, new color. It, it'll be amazing. Yes, all of that's part of the season. You know, we're going to you know my my physical body will it it's feels great. I feel better. I'm incredibly healthy. I have all this stuff going for me, but. More than likely, I, I still don't have a lot of evidence to this, but more than likely, I'm not going to. I'm not going to physically be here forever. But my energy—you cannot kill energy. You can't. It's true. It's very true. You can't kill you know? it. You, you you can try, but it doesn't work. <laughs> the fact is that energy oh. is forever, it, it, and and it's the reason why we are eternal beings. I mean, it's really very good news. The good news is that even when we're done with this life, we just keep going. And it's not like we're right. we're, we're bodiless forever. I mean, we, we could easily, if we wanted to, just go into another body and start all over again and just keep doing the cycle. Or we can not. Or we can move right. on to some other plane that you and I can't even fathom because we're not on that other plane. You know, all kinds of possibilities. Well, but the one I, thing that I we know, know for sure is that it doesn't I don't know all end. the details of the other side, but I do, I do know that I can imagine. I just imagine with my personality type, and, and for those that believe this way or understand it, you know, this is what I believe. I believe when, when you pass away, uh, the physical pass away, your energy goes to that next level. Some people call it heaven. Some people just call it another spiritual plane, whatever you call that. It goes there. And I think, I believe, you have the opportunity to come back and do it again. Or you may wait a while and do it again. Or you, and you have different experiences you get to choose. Now, I imagine... My personality type probably like wakes up on the other side, jumps right back in, Let's do it again. <laughs> I just, I imagine that's what's happening. And you know, it, it, it's like I, I probably have done that. They probably just roll their eyes. I'm probably there for about eight seconds and say, "Let's just do this again." And and that's what it feels like I would be doing. 
uh, with the energy that I feel like I have. And, and, and maybe the last time I didn't, maybe I don't know all the answers, but within that, that energy will go on forever. That, that's, you know, that's when I always say when I talk about TJ and my mom, their energy is there. Oh yeah. You know, it's there. It, it's, it's out there. It's, you, you know, and it's here. It will be there. And I'll, I'll experience that energy again. Oh yeah, it's here too. It's inside us. It's. We're, I mean, th- th- there are some ways that you can say that outside and inside are really arbitrary things that don't have any meaning. That it's all part of the same continuum, and that you know, source energy is the 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 substance of that continuum. Yes, yes, and th- and that's the that's the beauty of of all of this when you. When we, when you live with, if you live with the concept that you're here for 72.5 years and then you die. <laughs> 72.5. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've read that was an average. Somewhere. I don't know. Uh, but, but let's say, let's take that as face value. That's an average. And, and you that, that doesn't make a lot of sense. You know, it's like, okay, well, uh, but if you understand that you're experiencing this for however long you're experiencing and you have the opportunity to do it again, and it, it's just part of the, you know, that's what I tangibly feel is the is what's happening. And like I said, I don't know all the details. I don't know all the rules. I don't know if there are any rules. I have no idea. But I do know that there is more to this energy than what I'm living now. And when I change to this law, the, the beauty, the great news of the day, we our concept of, of positive news during the day, uh, the, the happiness portion, what makes me happy every day is I know I'm in charge of my own happy. And that alone is all I need to operate on. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, you, you, you get up and, and when I have those moments of, like I said, the $1,000 tax bill, when I have that, when I have that moment, I, I, I stop for a second and just turn it to another side and it doesn't ever affect me. I'm not kidding that. I would, there were times in my life that if I'd have got another $1,000 tax bill, I, and I'm not saying this in a, a, a demeaning way or a flippant way, but I'd have considered killing myself over it. it it's like I can't imagine that I, how am I going to deal with this? And, and in today's world, and it's not because I'm just so, it, oh, everything's great, don't worry. It's, it's because I've made that. That's what I believe my life is now, Walt. And, mm. and, and what, what's going to happen to us today? is, you know, it, it, it is really out of our control. How we respond to what happens to us today is our incredible power. Right. So, and, and you know, I, I, I've angered several friends over the years, did one recently, didn't mean to. Uh, and i got to learn to not do this, Walt, because they'll, they'll get there, but they, they can't see it <laughs> the same day. I got a, a, another call from a buddy that got laid off right before Christmas. I said, congratulations. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the best time to comment. <laughs> yeah, I got to stop doing that because he, he did not see it the way I saw it at that no. moment. And, and, but after, you know, he was pretty angry and we didn't talk long at that moment. But um, I called him a couple of days later. I said, when I said that, I'm sorry that you – you lost that. I said, but you, you have told, I did, I reminded him, I said, you've been complaining about this job now for six months. You don't, you don't like it. You, you, you know, let's look at getting you move forward. Let's look at that next one. New year, new life. He got on board with that and he's going to be working. He, I think he starts next week at a better job, higher, all that. You know, you, you already know the answer. Right. But it, it it's just, Nothing was ever invented from a place of comfort. He lost his comfort zone and got enthusiastic about life. He feels better about life now than he did six months ago when he started feeling mundane about this job. We're in charge of that. And when you, when you operate every day feeling that way, there's no option but, but this other stuff come along. It's amazing how that works. Yeah, it's, it's a continuous flow and, and, it, it, it's like the old adage about uh, if you don't like that bus, just wait a few minutes and another one will come along. That's that's literally what happens in life. It's if one bad thing yeah. happens, doesn't mean that you know you're done with good things and it's all over with. It just wait five minutes. Right. That's all. Well, it, it changes everything. Everything goes full circle. It, it comes back around and it 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 allows you to 
if, you know, if, if I would have taken my first job, and I, I have people that have done this, and uh, no disrespect to them at all. It's just something that doesn't match me. There's a wonderful company to work for in Florida. Uh, it was a grocery store chain. It's a grocery store chain called Publix, and they're growing incredibly fast. They're actually finally made it to Virginia. But they literally started in the home in my hometown, you know, in Lakeland, Florida, which is ten oh, no minutes kidding. from my hometown of Plant City, Florida. Wow. So we always grew up with Publix, and as our grocery store, it's a great store, um, great customer service, really good stuff. Good friends that work there. I know several people that went to work in high school at Publix that are forty years, thirty years later, are still working for Publix. Wow! Now. These people are way up in management. One of them is really high up in management. They probably have publics that, you know, they get stock options, all this. They're probably worth millions of dollars and, and very well off because they have stuck with it. So they did it a great way. That's wonderful. I'm happy for them. They, they found one job. They worked it their entire life. They're great. And that is their world, and I'm happy for them. That doesn't match my idea of, of what I want. I, I like the millions of dollars apiece, but I don't <laughs> like the, you know, the, this is the, you know, because I needed to go experience all the stuff. There's value in the experience. There's value in the ups and downs. There's value in all of that to me. The comfort zone can, it, it's a it's a wonderful place to, to visit, but living there, not a lot of good often comes out of that. Where you're focused on your comfort, I, I don't want to go out of my comfort zone. One of the things that you've done, which I've been so happy hearing about is, is, you, 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 you and I were talking, and when when you have decided, you've been dri- the driver of LOA today since the beginning. This is your baby. You've you've launched it. You played with it, and and historically, uh, you in your report, you know, you you have overplanned at times. When you started, oh, do you think LA, you just <laughs> just a yeah, little bit? Yeah, I'm, I'm being nice. Well, I, yeah, I, I'm being really nice. I mean, you know, you are really overplanner, but we'll talk about that later. It, it, you used to get stuck in the minutia of everything. Oh, and, yeah. And you just made a decision to launch this thing. And when when this hits the big time, and I, I think 2018 is when it's going to hit. I really do. I think this is uh, Sirius XM too. or someplace is going to pick you up and, and, and pick maybe pick up our whole crew. But well, it will because that's the only way I'm going to let it happen. I mean, I don't want to do it by myself. I want to do it with you guys. So it's going to be all of us, right? Yeah. And so when you when it picks up like that, it, it, it's the the turning point will be when I quit overthinking it and just did it. Yeah. Oh and yeah. You jumped in it, and and you know, it's, it's, instead of like, well, let me study the analytics for time. That you just launched the dang thing, and it just has been. That's when it's changed. That's the. You know, before we were doing a show a week, and, and and not that it wasn't beneficial, you just have instantly grown this thing. Now it's now, I think you told me it last week we're right at ten thousand downloads. I believe was the number you threw my way. We're over eleven thousand um, now, and that's amazing. Yeah, I mean we were we were. I mean the the fact that eleven thousand people have been touched by this. Uh, my my son Justin randomly came downstairs last night, showing me one of our broadcasts from several months ago that he somehow found. <laughs> and, and he goes, "I didn't know you did that." I go, "Yeah, yeah, that's our radio show." <laughs> and and so it, 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 you know, so the idea was that that you, you know, you stepped away from c- the controlled aspect of it all, and just when you applied the pr- principles we're talking about. This will be the biggest turning point. And I'll remind you of that when when you and I, um, you know, are, are are hanging out somewhere together. You know, my vision has always been us broadcasting live from the bench down in uh, yeah. Florida. Yeah. Um, you know, on the beach there, I can see that happening. And 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 I'll remind you. Say it. It started when you when you took the shackles of of overthinking off, and you just applied the law of attraction. Turn it loose. And it's not like I gave up on the it's not like I gave up on the analytics. It's not like I gave up on looking at the minutia. It's that I gave no, up no, being no. I gave up being driven by it. I gave up being controlled by yes. it. Because when yes. you give up on that, that's when everything starts to happen. I mean, I I really felt like I had to solve it all. 
I had to resolve all the like, issues. I had to figure out how the whole thing was going to work, despite the fact that I was doing law of attraction shows that said just the opposite. <laughs> but nevertheless, it, it shows. You know, it shows how easily we get wrapped up into into these patterns of thinking that have been around in our lives for so long. And that one had been. It had been in my life ever since I can remember. I was always trying to work out all the, the micro details of a solution. And what ultimately ended up happening is particularly over the last year or two, I began to notice something that had been going on all my life, but I really started to notice it in a big way. That was the more that I solved problems down to the, the tiniest minutia of detail, the more problems I got to solve down to the smallest minutia of detail. And it was getting really tiring. And I said to myself, I'm sick of this little merry-go-round I'm on. I don't want to keep getting all these problems to solve. I'm tired of them. Enough already. Let's Forget the problems. I don't want them anymore. Please send them to somebody else. They're not my job. Ain't my job, man. Ain't not my job. I, I just didn't want them. I didn't want them. And when, that, yeah. when I reached that point, that's when I ran out of, well, what do I do? I ran out of ideas of what to do. And when I ran out of ideas of what to do, that's when I said, well, all right, I'm a, I'm an LOA guy. I guess I'll just give it up to the universe because I don't know what else to do at this point. And that's how I released it. Yes. And, and that's, that's the, when, when you figure out what has been dragging you down and you're able to change that, that's the, the answer. That is, that is the amazing piece here. Uh, you have taken your own advice and, listen to yourself and say, wait a minute, here's the areas. And, and like you say, you're always going to have some analytics in your life. You know, I oh, I have no analytics in my life. I probably that, that's how I know that there are 11,000 uh, plays. Otherwise, if I didn't have the analytics, I couldn't tell you that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, so I, I, I'm, I'm excited that this transformation that eventually will lead to the LOA today to being what I, I have no doubt will be have a national audience within 2018. I really, we have it already, but have a, a, a large format, so to speak. Uh, I, I really, really believe that the turning point when we review it, when we look at the history of the company, is that change you made, that decision to launch. Yes. You know, it, it's, uh, I, I have a friend that, that uh, he was doing a little local uh, commercial and uh, he, he has, it, it was, this is down in South Carolina, and he was going to pay. And so I'm saving up the money, and I'm going to hire. The, I said, "Look, you got an iPhone. <laughs> Take your kid and film your commercial." And so he said, oh. "Finally, I talked him into doing that. It is so popular because it's so real. Hmm. It, it, it's just it, it. People are asking who was your director, and he goes, my 12 year old. <laughs> you know, it, it's just." They literally filmed this commercial, and they kept the bumps and bruises and the, the stumbles in there. Well, it, it's the most real commercial. Piece. It, it's such an amazing idea. Right. And and he laughed. He said, "You know, you." T-, he said, "I was going to spend six months doing it. We did it and spend probably fifteen thousand dollars having a professional do it. And we we filmed it, and people are responding. His his business. It's a little local restaurant, and and you know, the, I did it." Everybody saw it on TV. They laugh about it. They're now doing series of commercials that the kids filming. They're making their own. Com- it's just amazing mm-hmm. on local TV what they're doing. And and he did it by changing the the you know changing the paradigm or whatever you, term you want to use. But instead of being stuck on the concepts that everybody else is feeding you, he he just said, "Let's just do it this way. If it's going to work, it's going to work." And it's been amazing. It's fantastic. That's, that, that's what everybody. All of this. I, right now, with a new year coming up, and I'm—I know we're—I'm going to be on the—I'm excited to be able to be do the show tomorrow as well. But with the 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 next year that's right around the corner, we have limitless potential, and and it's just such. That's the exciting news. The happy of today. If you're listening and you're getting out of your car and you're about to go into your job and it's nine o'clock and you're like, okay. There's nothing stopping you from having everything you think you want or having the fulfillment or having whatever you need. The, the only impediment, impediment to that, if you say the word for me, well, it's not coming out. <laughs> uh, the, 
the only impediment to that job is you, is your the blocking that you have going on. And that's what, you know, when we do this, when we do this show every day, I get charged up by doing it. It starts my day in a wonderful way. You get charged up by doing it. You get oh, yes. off the, we get off the calls. And it's like, wow, yep. this was awesome. And, and if, 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 when that translates to the person getting out of their car, walking the day, you've changed, a per, we have it, that person has changed their own day by applying what we're talking about here. If you're going into work today, you get to decide what today is going to be. I don't care if you're doing layaways at Walmart and you think it's a horribly repetitive, you get to look at that job how you want to look at that job. And if you want to change that job, instead of feeling you're trapped in the one you're at, Love the job you're at right now, and you'll attract more work like that in the future. That's, you know, the, the, the idea that I hear this all the time, people looking for work. I do a lot of life coaching with people who are looking for jobs. I always encourage them to go get a job because it's so much easier to be employed for some reason when you have a job. It's yes. just I have no explanation why. But getting lost well, I, is I have almost an like why. getting everything going. I can tell you why. It's because when you have a job, you feel better. I mean, yeah. sure, there may be parts of the, yeah. of the job you don't like, but that doesn't mean you don't feel better because you have that steady income. You do feel better when you have that steady income. So that's why it's easier to get another yeah. job that's a better-paying job. Not that you can't do it if you don't have the job. It's just it's more difficult. It's, a, it's hard to make that shift. But the, but you're absolutely yeah. right. I mean, uh, and even if you're in an, a really bad place mentally speaking and emotionally speaking and you just can't find a way to, to say that my current job situation is good, even even though uh, it really is that you're still employed. If you can't find a way to say that, okay, then how about finding a way to say other aspects of what's going on in your life that are good? Start there. Start with the ones that you can easily yes. identify because you do that for a while and yes. pretty soon you're going to find yourself in that spot where, yeah, now I can start saying that the job is good. I can see good good aspects of the job. You have to build up to it sometimes, but you can still get there. I just wanted to throw Absolutely. that bit in. Absolutely. Yes, and, and that, that's the exciting, that's the happy news of the today, of today, is we get to choose. We, we think we're powerless over so many things, and we are. But the stuff that we have power over is all that really matters. Stuff will happen. Our response to it is what, is what the point is, how we respond to it. And it, it's such a, it, it's such a freeing, aspect of our life that most people get stuck. I know people live their entire lives and never understand that. Mm, yeah. Well, that's going to start shifting because I agree with you. I think this yeah. this is going to be 2018 is going to be our year. I really believe it as well. And all of the co-hosts have been telling me that. I mean, you guys have all been building me up on this one because <laughs> I've lived with LOA today since oh, well, the beginning. You know, and so when you're part of it, you know, sometimes you can't see the forest for the trees. You guys have been the ones convincing me that we're getting there. And, and that actually makes it a whole lot better. <laughs> so thank you for that. Well, you and I, you and I have been doing this, you know, for a while together, and and you've been doing it the whole time. And I, I, I will tell you, it feels, it's always felt good, and I, and minimally, I always said, you know, I enjoy doing it with you. It, it boosts me. But I promise you, Walt, it feels different. It feels this feels pre IOP kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, or, you know, and this. Uh, what is it? IPO, not IOPs. Intake, <laughs> different thing. <laughs> IPO. It feels like we're launching a we're launching IOPs intensive outpatient program. It, it's hard to change all your your your, your letters. But this is exciting. It feels different to me, and I and I know we're running out of time. I just looked at the clock. I never, you know, I wish you know we we could easily do two hours of drive time. Oh I yeah, promise. There's no doubt we could, and and it's always been the, the case with us, right? We always feel like, oh, God, how could the show be over? We have so much more to say. <laughs> and yeah, this is I, yet I, another I, example The of great it. news of this, Walt, is we are going to be on together tomorrow morning. That's true. Yeah. This, hey, this is a great week because you and I get to do, do two shows this week because Cindy's taking the week off, and, and that just you know that makes my week. So thank you very much. Joel, it's been a pleasure as usual, and I can say that with every degree of honesty because it really is a pleasure. It, it is, Walt, and I and I, I thank you for the opportunity. I love our audience, and I, 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 2018 is is our year, and I mean all of us. This is going to be an amazing upcoming year. So you don't want to miss an episode. We'll see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>